Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. Wow. Wow. That was unbelievable. I was just standing there with my jaw open, just like, it's incredible. Can we um, give it up for the creative team at RVR? That was... The imagery that we were given in that skit, if that's what you wanted, that production, that was a production, y'all. The imagery that we were given in that production, I don't think could have grasped any clearer or cleaner the gospel message and what we've been talking about this week. We saw the sovereignty of God Um, pictured in this production the sovereignty of God in the beginning creation and the beauty that was in that how love how love spoke life into existence and creation and we've got a picture of that and we saw how comfort came close to those I I saw people being encouraged and and love and joy and um, coming alongside people and and then we saw the, the just the vivid imagery of mourning just when sin came in and started to destroy and kill and steal and cheat and lie, and we saw the destruction of that, like, it, just given to us. It's a powerful picture. And then we saw Jesus standing in the gap, coming in, coming close to his kids, like seeing them in bondage and bringing hope and bringing life and laying his own life down so that the captives would be set free. And we saw him rise again. And we can rejoice in that truth. We can rejoice in the truth that Jesus came to set the captives free. And that's what we've been looking at in this Isaiah 61 chapter. This Isaiah 61, that he would come and he would preach freedom to the captives. That he would set the captives free. And I love this picture that we get because... Ultimately, the theme of this whole weekend has been beauty from ashes. Beauty from ashes. And, and man, have I been like chewing on that since, since I received this idea, beauty from ashes. That there is a certain state in our lives that is like ash. And if you think about dust, like nothing is deader than dust. Like it's, 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 it's worthless, really. <laughs> and ash... Ash means that something has been burned and reduced to absolutely nothing. And if you see ash blow in the wind, it just, it just goes with the wind. It's so light and flighty. It just goes wherever the wind takes it. But God is saying in his word that there will be beauty that comes from the ashes. In the text of Isaiah that we've been going through, it says that Jesus didn't just simply come to comfort the morning. And we talked about that this morning, how Jesus came close. God came close in the person of Jesus. And I'm so glad that, that the verse in this that comes after that says that, and he came to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. Because here's what I know, that it is not enough for me to know that God comforts me in my pain. 
It is not enough for me to know that God put skin on and came close to bring comfort when I'm in a state of mourning. That's not enough for me. Like, call me selfish, call it whatever you want. It's not enough to me that, know, that I know that God isn't just some far-off, sovereign God who spoke all this into existence and then said, go ahead, have your way, let the chips fall where they may. Like, it's not enough that he even came down and said, I'm going to get close to you to comfort you because here's what I know. Comfort for me is not enough if ultimately at the end I know I'm destined for ashes. It's not enough for me to know that God came close and said, hey, I'm with you through this life. But once you get to the end of this side of eternity, you're on your own. And I'm telling you, it looks pretty hot. It doesn't look too good for you. Like what a cruel experience that would be to know that my God came close and was willing to walk with me to the end but then once I came out on the other side all I had waiting for me was death and separation from him for eternity and ash and eternal torment so comfort's not enough for me and God knew that he knew that just comfort wouldn't be enough for his people it wouldn't be enough that he came close and decided to do life with. Man, he had, to, he had to take the end. He had to take the place of the end. He had to take the place of our destiny. So he had to give us beauty for our ashes. Our ashes is what we were destined for. We were destined for ash. And what's amazing about this idea, I'm going to get up on this stage. Let me see if this will work know how the mic stand works what's amazing oh <laughs> there we go it's amazing about this idea of beauty from ashes is that ashes had so much significance in the time that this prophecy was written See, ashes was something that the people of Israel used to define where they were in their brokenness and despair and so when they were experiencing significant loss or shame or mourning or if they were in their sin, they would represent the magnitude of what they were experiencing in their broken state and how far they felt from God and being touched and acceptable by God. They would put that on display by covering themselves in ashes. That ashes would become their crown. And they would take these ashes and they would be so brokenhearted, and they would begin to take the ashes and rub it on themselves, on their arms. And they would cover themselves in what was called sackcloths. And they would shave their heads and tear their clothes. And they would take their ashes, and they would rub it all over their heads and cover themselves in ash. And they would say, this is my shame. This is my crown. My crown is ash. And they would go through and they would begin to cry and weep and mourn and say, we're not worthy. We're not acceptable. We can't go into the temple. Our worship isn't acceptable. This is what I'm living for. This is what I, it's ash. And without God, without Jesus stepping in and paying the price and us believing in that ultimate truth that he came to take the ash from us and instead bestow on us a crown of beauty that Jesus faced the gates of hell took on the 
full magnitude, the full weight of everything that would have us saying, this is what I'm worth. This is what's going to define me. And the ask for you might be an addiction. The ask for you might be choices that you're making. And the ask for you might be depression and anxiety and sadness. The ask for you might be your body image and your insecurities and how you look. There is a whole heap of ashes that we're allowing to define us. And Jesus said, I'm taking the place of that. Because when I see you, I see somebody who's worth dying for. And I'm not just seeing somebody who's worth dying for. I'm seeing somebody who's worth rising for. And so when Jesus dies for us and we place our faith in him, we remove the sackcloth. He takes from us the identity that was found in the ash. And he says, you're beautiful to me. You're everything to me. And I took that weight on that you don't have to carry. Can you just place it at my feet? Can you give it to me and trust me that once and for all, I can define you. My love can define you. The sacrifice that I made can define you. And you can find joy and comfort and hope and light and life in me. And I didn't come here to make bad people good. I came here to make dead people who thought they were destined for this alive. It says in his word that those who revere my name, the son of righteousness, will rise with healing in his wings. And you will go about leaping like lambs let from the stall. Have you, have you ever seen a little baby lamb let out of a stall. Dude, they hop and they bound and I swear they smile and they have so much joy and they have this release that I've been released into a life of freedom and I'm skipping and I'm jumping and I don't have to be defined by what was containing me. Now I can experience true freedom. Jesus says, when you revere my name, when you trust that I took this from you, that I conquered this, that is what is waiting for you. That is what you can have right now. And you don't have to walk or fight or journey toward victory. You can actually walk and journey and fight from victory because victory has already been won in Jesus. So he created me sovereign. He came close to me, comfort. He died for me and bestowed on me a crown of beauty when I was destined for ashes. It means that he's going to finish it and continue it on the other side of this life. And when we know that, man, there is no fear. And we begin to understand that perfect love exists. And no matter what my ashes might say about me, my Jesus said, I am beautiful and worthy of his sacrifice. I would like for you to just close your eyes. And, and, and if you could, you know how you make your hands into a bowl when you're like trying to drink water, but you ain't got no cup? 
Close your eyes and put your cup together. And I just want you to ask the Holy Spirit right now to show you what your ashes are and what you might be holding that might be defining you, that might be hurting you, that may be determining how you're living your life, what you're putting your value in, what's affecting you, what you're struggling with. And if you desire just to trust God with those ashes, I want you to say to yourself, Jesus, these are my ashes. And I'm giving them to you. Because I know that that sacrifice was sufficient enough to bestow on me a crown of beauty. And so I lay these ashes at your feet. And I want you to open your hands like you're pouring those ashes out, like they're just landing at the feet of Jesus. Go ahead. Let those ashes go. Let those ashes go. Let those ashes go. Continue to pray with me. Say in your heart, Jesus, thank you for taking my ashes. Thank you for the crown that you bought with a price. That I no longer belong to the ash or the darkness, but I can fully receive that I am a child of the Most High God who was bought with a price. And I will be determined, my worth will be determined and defined by you and you alone. I give you my heart, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Some of you may have reacquainted your heart with Jesus in this moment. Some of you may have decided to do that for the very first time. And here's the thing. You've got leaders here and people with you, and they want to come alongside you, comfort, and they want to be with you and help you and talk with you and rejoice with you and have you share with them what this moment meant to you. So if you have a crown, you have the boldness to speak up and share what this moment, what this time meant to you in your small groups, okay? Jesus loves you so much, so much. Love you guys. Go to small group. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Live After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.